guys, power ranking. Grossest Halloween candy. Fucking candy corn, dude. Rockets, they're known as Smarties in the United States, are disgusting. Oh, are those those chalky yeah. things? Yeah, those are pretty fucking gross. I had, <laughs> I, I don't know if they ran out of candy, but I had like an older woman, like a, an old lady when I was out trick-or-treating when I was like fucking 12 or whatever, give me a handful of Werther's Originals, <laughs> which are not gross. They're not gross. They're not as gross as candy corn or the rockets that James was talking about, but it was very much indicative of she ran out of trick-or-treat candy or she was just trolling every kid in that fucking neighborhood and giving them Werther's Originals from the bottom of her purse. Better than raisins. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Absolutely. there was a lady in my neighborhood that gave out raisins and the next year she gave out pennies, wrapped up pennies. <laughs> How many pennies did you get there? Like five. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's so cheap. Jesus, take a trip to the bank, Grandma, and get us some nickels. Um, I don't know what my fucking grossest candy is. Um, Tootsie Rolls? I didn't, yeah, I didn't like Tootsie Rolls or the, like, I didn't mind the, like, Tootsie Roll lollipops, like, because I could just eat the lollipop part and throw away the Tootsie Roll <laughs> middle. Um, but the actual rolled up brown, orange, and and yellow like Tootsie Rolls that are just the inside of the lollipop. Bang! That is the grossest. Yeah, it's the grossest. I threw. They're them out. they're like Tootsie Rolls. They're like little chewy caramels that come in like an orange, waxy Halloween themed paper. I don't know if this is regional. Yeah. But they're fucking designed out of no Satan's idea. shit. I have no- they will rip out your fucking fillings. Like, it's <laughs> insane. They, I had braces at the time, and they took off one of my retainers. Like, one of the... It's like taffy, like, uh, right? Cement, yeah, it's one of the cement things holding, like, my retainer to my teeth right now. It ripped off, like, three of them. I would rather eat an apple comprised 90% of razor blades <laughs> than fucking... I would rather eat, taint, dr- eat tainted Tylenol. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Tootsie Roll... Actually... I'm going to, like, say Tootsie Rolls are the worst. <laughs> Not a big fan. And I don't like raisins, so that says a lot. Because whenever I got a little fucking box of raisins, I was, like, almost going to spit on somebody. I was so angry. <laughs> well, at least you didn't get five pennies. <laughs> fucking bitch. With inflation. You got money. You got money. <laughs> Even back then, I'm like, this sucks. Best also, candy. pennies, pennies aren't a, aren't the, aren't a thing anymore in Canada. We don't have them anymore. So, like, well, I even don't know. back then, I'm like, bitch, it's five cents a candy at Seven Eleven, and for like those gummy sours, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best candy, best thing to get on Halloween. Uh, Ooh, a giant king size like Snickers bars. I got a, like I that. got hockey cards one year, and I came back in different costumes. <laughs> Why does that not shock me? Uh, and one, I got they gave me hockey cards, and my brother got so excited he forced me to come put it, go home, put on a different mask, and to get into character to pretend I was a different person, I pretended to have a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just remembering this now. I walked up and I was like, "Hey, can I can I have some seventy? Oh my god! I don't know why I'm doing Adam Sandler. I planted my tongue to the bottom of my teeth and I was like. Can I have some, some of those hockey cards? Oh Thank you. Um, my brother is very sick at home and he couldn't come. So could I get an extra pack of hockey cards? I can. Oh my god! You. Actually, I can. James yeah. is always pulling this game. <laughs> you Billy Madison, your neighbor. It's like that's insane. <laughs> 
It'd be funny if um, they ripped off your mask like in Scooby Doo. <laughs> I once trick or treating got a full can of Pringles, and I really, really liked it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> delicious. I was very into it. No, I loved Pringles back then. Dude, I love who Pringles doesn't? Now. They're bomb. Whatever. I fucking love Pringles. Um, Pringles. No, I got like a full are not of- officially a potato chip because they no. are made of a potato paste. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, well. Let's stop talking about it because I still want to enjoy them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I got a full can of Pringles one year. But I all, I always appreciated when I would go to a house because, like, when I was – we were young. We were trick-or-treat for, like, two hours. And my parents always forgot to bring water. So anytime we got to a house where they were giving out, like, cans of pop, it was oh, good because yeah. I was thirsty. So I'd get, like – I would get like a ginger ale or a Sprite or a Coke or whatever. And it would be great because I would be able to like quench my thirst. And my parents would always be like, don't grab something with caffeine in it. So they'd be like, get yourself like a ginger ale, even though ginger ale is completely sugar. They would be like, please don't get caffeine. We want to be able to have a beer at the end of the night and not have you guys (laughs) bouncing off the fucking wall on candy and caffeine. Um, But I always appreciated getting something to drink like during the trick or treating. So I was always so fucking thirsty. And like you were like, if you ever wear a mask, it's just filled with sweat and you can't see out of the eye holes anymore. And you're fucking ruined your costume by having to wear a jacket over it. Like, I'm Superman, but I'm a little cold. So I'm going to throw on this fucking <laughs> Naga Hide windbreaker. Yeah. It's funny because we're, well, I grew up in Nevada. So they're. Nevada Day falls on October 31st, so we always had the day off school, which made Halloween that much better oh, and special. Sucks. It was fucking awesome. So, did a lot of trick-or-treating. Got a, I remember there was this one house, there, they always went, like, full out. Like, they'd have, like, a fucking eight-foot skeleton on the front. Like, they'd, like, make it all spooky and have, like, a fortune teller and, like, all this shit. But they used to give out, like, these giant, like, large size bought, like, Snickers, Twix, Mars bars, like, whatever. They were, like, the big giant ones or, like, the big Toblerone. Those people are pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I we I used to go to a house. Uh, so I would go. My parents would take me trick-or-treating for like a half an hour in my own neighborhood. And then we would drive out to Etobicoke where my aunt and uncle live. And we would go trick-or-treating there and then for like a half an hour. And then they would take me out to Brampton to visit my aunt and uncle because there was a giant haunted house across the street. And so we would do the haunted house and then we would do yeah, Brampton. We and we did a fucking tour, which was great because we got a little bit of a break in between and we could like rest our feet and stop walking for a second. But the candy in Brampton was bonkers. Like, I would get full size candy bars in Brampton. Yeah, yeah. My last time I went trick or treating, some older kids robbed us and they, <laughs> they went to steal my trick or treat bag and they we got in a tug of war over it. And they spun me in a circle until <laughs> centrifugal force flew me off my feet. And went <laughs> How many weird fucking Halloweens did you have, man? <laughs> did they take? I your- will find that person. <laughs> did they take your candy? Yeah, they they well they won the fucking centrifugal tug of war, and I went flying, and they took my candy. Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it seems really mean to do that, but it's also hilarious. Oh, I will laugh, but I also feel bad for James. <laughs> Please, sir, give me back my hockey cards. <laughs> I can't talk in my mic properly. <laughs> This is an R.E.M. song. 
Fuck off. James doesn't know how to work a phone. <laughs> Fuck off. All right, there it goes. Uh, let's figure out Kenneth's frequency. Let's get on the frequency. What's the frequency, of Kenneth? Kenneth. Why guys do what they do is the name of this segment. And it says, sure, guys and girls are different, but understanding just how different can help save you from some major hassles and headaches. Why do guys do what they do? Why can't they just be normal like girls? Read on to unravel <laughs> the mystery of boy behavior. This is beyond heteronormative. This is like the most gender normative. Like it's like let's imagine guys and girls fit into two very distinct categories and they all like are the exact same motivated by it says in the article it's like are guys and girls different by genetics or by how they were raised? The jury's out. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you might give a tiny bit to estrogen and testosterone by like the 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 way that affects you emotionally going through puberty, but it's like ninety nine percent okay cultural. Let's pretend we're on Fraser and we'll ask James the guy our biggest fucking guy question. The closest they have. The closest they have to closest you guys. Do have you have to a guy. question or? So, why do y'all murder so many people? <laughs> D ran in there. With Who that else one. is gonna do it? Uh. Sometimes people gotta get murdered. You guys gonna do it? No. Um, so they go into some key guy girl differences. No, I want to ask my question. Sure. Why do guys fucking when they're around other males? No offense. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm just saying in general, like put down women or their girlfriends or like anyone, like, uh, like you can have somebody who's like the girlfriends. Definitely. That's a cultural thing. There's a weird misogynist thing. I don't know if anyone else notices it. I'm not saying it's you. I find it terrifying. I'm not a man. So Uh, (laughs) but eventually, occasionally I've been invited into the inner sanctum of guys and it's been horrifying to me because I don't spend a lot of time with men. I've seen men put down their girlfriends. One or like time talk shit I was, I was with, I, I was hanging out with some guys who work in a bar and uh, they mistook me for a man, which is their fault. But uh, <laughs> this guy was like, uh, I mentioned this girl I saw and he was like, uh, yeah, she fucked a lot. She fucked a lot of dudes. And I was like, why would I care about that? Like, why would I give a shit? That, like, Didn't he, he actually would... say she's a slut? No, I think he said something along she those fucked lines. a lot of dudes though. And I was like, yeah, I'm not your bro. Like, uh... and one time I was. They at a said bar... that about Andrea. No, no not no. me. It was a girl. Oh, okay. I had Although, in the yeah, past. I have fucked a lot of dudes. No, and, and I'm not judging that. I'm not judging it. that. I was just, I was confused with, the, with about the narrative. But continue, James. Sorry, Grandma. Uh, one time I was at a bar that Andrea used to work at, and there's a bunch of men hanging around. And this guy told this long-winded story about this girl he used to date who he broke up with who was really drunk. And she was like, uh, wanted to stay. And he's like, if you're going to stay, you got to sleep in my bed. Like, sleep with me. And they were all like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you just described basically a sexual assault. Yeah. And they're all yeah. cheering you on. Like, yeah. It's like. So, yeah, that was my question. Why do, like, uh, even like the it's nice. It's a testosterone quote, bullshit thing where men get around nice, each other and they have to pretend that they unquote, don't nice like women. Guy. Yeah, every time, even the quote unquote nice guy, he gets around enough dudes and he's like, 
Like, why don't you guys just all fuck each other already? It's so irritating. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think that all the time when I see a bunch of fucking pack animal dudes get together, shit talk their fucking partners or girlfriends or whatever. And they like, and, and they shit talk them. And it's just like, why don't y'all just fucking get over it? Fuck each other already and find out whether or not you like fucking yeah, this dudes. Pissing the same way, is the so same way that men get together in like kind of an animalistic sense and start like growing out and completely lose the things, the traits that make them a decent human being when they're around women, they can sniff me out immediately. Usually mm-hmm. as not like a queer but, like, as close to that, like, no, basically a queer. Like, they could smell me out and be like, this guy isn't one of us. That's why they don't usually in- invite me into their reindeer games. Should we have yeah. an Ask James segment? Like, Ask Julie? I, I mean, James would love to be <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> if you're interested, though, and you want to hear James. Actually, James, I have to say, sometimes he does have great advice. I've asked him. Absolutely. Like, so if you have a question and you want to be anonymous, like these magazines, and ask us. Or if you want to ask James or ask D or ask me, you'd like tell us. We would love we to love read out shit. your question and give out our advice. Absolutely. We're not qualified, just like the people in the magazines aren't. Get so- medical <laughs> advice. I mean, <laughs> from if your you're doctor. so desperate for a male opinion and you resort to me, that <laughs> you're pretty fucking far gone. You need like. Well, I mean, like I feel like health. I feel like James is a little bit like you know he even said he's like I'm not a man like you know you even said I'm not a man like I feel like you're a little bit more evolved. Oh, in I'm a man. That shit. He's not Maxim. I'm not. I'm you not said that it, not me. I, I guess but I'm you're not, the one who said. I guess I'm not a bro it. or a guy. I can tell you 100. We are mostly unqualified, but. We'll do the research. If you have a very like specific question, we will deep dive. I very specifically did not read this segment because I want to hear what James has to say about it, though. I never want to hear what James has this to say. This is the thing about the oh guy-girl God. difference is that they're assuming people fit into very neat categories of guy-girliness. Okay, what are the questions? Let's well, see. I'm just going to give you some of their key guy-girl differences. The blue indicates men and the pink indicates the women. Oh, very... Guys like to solve their problems on their own. They are less likely to turn to others for advice. Girls are more likely to talk about their problems openly with their friends. I mean, true. Most men at my age don't have any friends. <laughs> it's actually true, though. We shouldn't laugh That's at that. A- that is actually a thing. I remember listening to a podcast and the host was talking, did a specific episode on male loneliness and like the epidemic of male loneliness and how we create these cultures where like once a boy hits a certain age they can't show affection for their friends in the same way because of toxic masculinity and homophobia and all that shit and so he was interviewing the host was interviewing these men who had who were you know who had grown up to be very depressed very anxious people who were told specifically that they couldn't they had best friends growing up that they could no longer be affectionate with and how it's just that kind of culture and toxic masculinity creates this kind of like horrible fucking epidemic of male loneliness i mean toxic masculinity catches you pretty early i mean it usually peaks in like late early kindergarten and it it starts it starts in very very pre-puberty and peaks in like middle puberty dude no it starts in fucking kindergarten it starts in kindergarten i I remember like being around like 
men or i guess they weren't men they were children men Chil- yeah like they like, were children they, they were, were children. children that's all you but have being to say. like five we have a word for that it's called boys they were boys <laughs> okay whatever they were boys i was in like kindergarten and being like i like you and it's like my friends don't like you but like you know or girls have yeah. cuties like it starts so fucking early it's unreal like it it's disgusting and that was the thing like I we, I was like I was listening to his podcast and it was just like the this one guy who was like he was in his 40s at that point and he was talking about his experiences and I just got a lump in my throat when I was listening to it because it was just he was saying I was like six and my dad told me I couldn't hug my friend anymore and so he grew up and he was in his 40s and like he talked about this very specific moment where he was in his house alone he had lo- he had was just out of a relationship uh where he had broken up with his ex or his ex has broken up with him and he was like in the basement and do you remember the, that experiment with like the monkeys the, where they like the they were given uh moms that were covered in cloth and moms that were just wire and then you just watched monkeys lose their shit no but i'm interested <laughs> So basically it was, it was this, it was this experiment where they tested, you know, um, how, how baby monkeys reacted to a real mother than a wire mother covered in cloth and just the plain wire, like just a a clump of wire basically. And to see how they reacted in terms of affection and in terms of comfort and the monkey that had the mother was obviously very well adjusted. The monkey that had the cloth cover- covered wire less so, but still got comfort. And that had a-, a positive effect on them. And the monkey that got just a pile of wire was like just insane. I didn't even really want to get into the monkeys, although it's, it's an interesting side, side conversation. Daydream Believer but, is a pretty great song. But... <laughs> What I but I, what I was gonna say was that this man who had was in his forties living alone went into the basement and you know he had like a like a like That's a never a, a good start like a, a <laughs> it was like yeah no it was he you know like the load bearing poles that they have like in the middle of a basement sometimes yeah where you're hitting he like from. he just yeah. no no it's like it's, oh my god <laughs> sorry cut that but um. But it was, uh, so he had this like load bearing, you know, like a pillar in the middle of his basement and he like just went up to it and hugged it because he was so starved for affection and so star and it was just, you know, like I could get emotional about it now, just listening, just thinking about it. But like this whole thing where we have men in there, you know, who have grown into adults who just have no understanding of how to give and receive affection from their from their male friends. Well, that's you know? also weird. Like, because I focus all my physical affection identity onto my partner, and I yeah. don't know how to express that emotional connection to other male other human beings. Even like, I don't know yeah. how. I, I basically put like all my emotional juice into one person, and I'm just Which is realizing so much as I'm saying that's not healthy. <laughs> Well, James is coming to terms. But that sounds that but that sounds like an awful lot of pressure. I can kind of hug my sister when I say bye to her. 
But that's like that sounds normative, like a- dude. Even in your own sibling relationships, unless I you're on I think Pornhub. I've shook my brother's hand once. Yeah, I find that so fucking weird, dude. I've gone to like funerals recently because of James. Yeah, no so many funerals uh, because of James. So many funerals because of James. But like seeing the way men interact, I'm like, this is how you like men being afraid to cry, even in, oh, a, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a situation where it's you should cry. Someone's it's dead. It's great yeah. when you're really close to you? the dead person. Because, uh, like, my brother and my dad. Because then you see people who aren't as close to him, who are crying, and you're like, you could bully him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to cry. It's my oh. dad and I'm not even crying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> D is left oh. the chat. But that sounds like, that sounds like an, like, that sounds just like so much pressure for both of you, for Andrea to be receiving all of this with no outlet and also you feeling yeah, like. Yeah, but Andrea's kind of jealous, only... so she likes it. <laughs> but, jealous. but also, no, but also like it's, it's pressure for you because you only have that seemingly like one outlet to get those emotions out. I, I feel like I'm turning into a therapist. And yeah, I don't need to do that, but, but I like, feel like it's best to bottle up those emotions. It's yeah. not. Look what's happened the, to you. And really let not. them erupt at an appropriate occasion. Like when I hit yeah. the referee with the whiskey bottle. Remember when I hit the re- <laughs> That was a Simpsons quote. Um, I usually do these emotions through drinking. And then I mm. bottle them up the rest of the time through sarcasm and being mean to everyone who's close to me. <laughs> It's worked and out I'm well. Slowly realizing, I work not- at it at alienating myself completely from everybody who loves me, and that's how I deal with Lauren it. Lauren actually helped me with that. Our former Good. host, who was like, uh, "I know being it's a twat," she said, "to make fun of each other, but you're literally just being mean to me all the time, and mm-hmm. that's not healthy. Like to have a friendship like that, and that yeah. allowed me to set boundaries with other people. Boundaries, realizing that, hey, wait a minute." These people are mean to me all the time. And I shouldn't suffer that just because I think I'm a piece of shit. And like, you know, just because I hate myself, I shouldn't allow other people just to take liberties and be mean to me because I can take it. And I'm glad like, you finally have that boundary, but oh, like that breaks bully my heart. James, uh, go back to the certain, first episode. Yeah, <laughs> oh certain co-hosts, Don't. certain co-hosts of our podcast who used to be a co-host, I had to do a certain thing where I'm like, "Hey, I'm nice to you. Why are you mean to me all the time? Oh, because you used to be. I used to be a jerk, and I'm like that's not justification for being mean no. to me all the time. Yeah. I shouldn't have to take that. Sometimes I, I, I honestly think too. A lot of this has to do with this weird we were talking about this earlier but like the gym teacher mentality you forget a lot of dads or men whatever in in society even like in the most recent generation when i was in high school people were like oh my dad was a vietnam war vet or he was in like operation desert storm like jesus you're young or my dad is hella old was yeah like but we live in a generation where a lot of people fought in fucking wars and have that like army yeah. mentality which is an entire different beast altogether so we were just discussing my trauma apparently this has become <laughs> a fucking zoom of psychiatrist anyways why do you think i'm refilling my fucking wine a glass? lot of their why are guys the way they are why are women the way they are are clearly taken from a book that was very popular in the 90s Called "Men Are from Mars and oh Women God. Are from Venus." Every oh, it's mom had horrible! That. I it did a quick goog, and ninety percent of the advice in this magazine are lifted without credit to Doctor John Gray, who wrote "Men Are from Mars, 
Women are from Venus. That's a fake name. No, that's Jean Grey was the name of No, but the, the name John Grey sounds fake. Psychic. I know who Jean Grey is. You know Jean who is Jean Grey? From X-Men. On oh, X-Men. wow, that's weird. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a girl that likes superhero movies. You do not <laughs> like, superhero like superhero movies. movies. Yeah, I have no idea why you know that. You don't know who my pet monster is, but you know Jean Grey. <laughs> I served the person who served right, Fem- that makes Femke sense. Jansen. I served her at my restaurant that I used to work at. And yeah, she's kind of a nice person. Also a picky eater. Annoying oh. as fuck. You're talking about Femke huh. Jansen. Hot yeah. tip. Hot, Hot tip. tip. Picky eater. Nice picky eater. I'm not going to ask. I'm a picky eater, too. It's fine. But I don't make a big habit of it when I go to a restaurant. But well, anyway. she did. I prefer Mass <laughs> K. Jansen. <laughs> so Mar- Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus is this blockbuster book written in the 90s that everyone took as the Bible. I thought it was like soft porn when I was a kid. I was no, like, ooh, I need to get myself self-help, my hands how to deal with that. your relationship. If you Disappointing. Refuse to even, you can't even relate to the person you're married to as a human being. You read this book as like a version of going to, like rather than going to therapy. Yeah, you go to an it was one of, it was it was It was one of the books that uh, Ty and Cher read in Clueless. You have so much, uh, what's the term for someone who uh, has a, penis or a vagina like literally i'm blanking uh not what? race gender gender, gender. oh my <laughs> god that's not gender that's sex but it's <laughs> sex-based trauma to the point where you can't communicate with your partner that you read this book and try and understand and here's men are from mars women are from venus my phone just went on to sleep mode uh, so I understand why so men are from this Mars. Episode's so, this episode's so janky. <laughs> men are from Mars because men attack and they say act a lot and they have giant brains where women from Venus are more your fire, your desire. And they're the like book? razors. Did you write this or did the book? Venus has an atmosphere which is very thick, dry, and boiling hot due to a <laughs> runaway greenhouse effect. Featuring crushing atmospheric pressures that are the equivalent of being 3,000 feet below the ocean. Whereas Mars has a very thin and freezing cold atmosphere. Are you getting how to make an analogy? I am so bored. But men and women aren't so different. Both Venus and Mars feature 95% carbon dioxide in their atmosphere. (laughs) The point of a relationship is to develop a magnetosphere that Earth has that protects us from solar wind, which both Venus and Mars do not have. Can you Jesus talk again about Christ. the place in the basement that I can hang guys? So, <laughs> Martians, men, tend to pull away and silently think about what's bothered. This is actual advice from the, from the... I didn't read the book, but I read an Esquire article from some woman who did read the book. I would love to read the book on girly Men movies. tend to pull away and silently think about what's bothering them, which true. is kind of true. And the advice I would give is sometimes give space to them rather than keep asking them what's wrong, you know? Like the time my only male friend, Norm, was in elementary school and he looked sad and all the girls in recess kept coming up to him and be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? He's like, nothing. I don't want to talk about it. Until eventually he started crying and said, my mom is going to give my kitty away. <laughs> And he cried. So if you just if you just gave him the space, he wouldn't have started crying, and he wouldn't be made fun of on a podcast thirty years later. (laughs) Sorry, Norm. 
Dude, if someone gave my cat away right now, I would lose my shit. Yeah, it, and also just like boys are allowed to cry. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, but fuck, then, man. but then you get, but they're allowed to cry, but not. <laughs> I mean, that's just hilarious. I don't care where you're from. You, Norm, you are allowed to cry. Uh, Venusians, which is women, feel an instinctive need to talk about what's bothering them to get close, not necessarily to find answers. Which I took as solution wise, like like this is real advice. Like don't be like when someone wants to talk to you, let them talk about what's wrong with them rather than trying to find solution. Which is actually helpful advice. Honoring vulnerability is an important aspect of communication and, and having a functioning relationship. You know, when I'm talking about something bad that happened to me during my day, I don't necessarily want to hear someone be like, you know what you should do is blah blah blah. But like yeah. let me vent. Don't Zach DeMondo, my friend. Maybe I should read this book. Active <laughs> listening. Active listening is a very important aspect of most communication. Don't have. Yeah. Rather yeah. than rather than trying Myself to be included. solution oriented, which apparently men are, which necessarily you don't always have the right answer. But men want to feel pressure to find a solution to a problem rather than just listen and offer a vent, uh, an ear for someone to vent. This is just be. This is also very heteronormative advice. It's literally being like. But I also, you know. but I also wonder if the whole reason why men want to give advice is because they're so uncomfortable with feelings they just want it to be over. Yeah. It's yeah. like waiting. It's like waiting for your turn to speak, kind of shit. Let yeah. Me just zone out and think about something else, and just offer a uh huh, uh huh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Just think about think about the monkeys. <laughs> John Gray also offers women advice. How to tell a story so it won't irritate the man. <laughs> oh the answer God. is, tell him the ending first. Because <laughs> men love the movie Memento. <laughs> also, he gives the correct number of hugs to give a day, which is four. <laughs> to men? No more. No, no just in general. Four? If you want to be in a healthy relationship, four hugs a day. This is heartbreaking for me. Also, in an interview with Esquire recently, the doctor says he claims to have received death threats in the 90s for his work, a problem that has only got worse thanks to what he sees as cancer culture run rampant. He <laughs> also called the notion that gender is mutable as nonsense. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck so, that, dude. fuck John Gray. Yeah, fuck yeah. Him. Go back to X-Men, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Also, don't fuck him in various kinky ways, like Fifty Shades of John Gray. He does vanilla missionary or nothing at all. Stop the missionary shaming people. I've been in a relationship a long time. I'm not. It gets it done. You know what? I'm not. I like good missionary, but it's just like that's not the only position. I think in culture, we need to stop we need to normalize missionary sex. This man because looks it's exactly pretty as good I stuff. imagined him to look. <laughs> yeah. The fact that I don't need my balls slammed it's in a like dresser drawer doesn't mean I'm sexually <laughs> repressed. It just means like I'm fine with this efficient method of sexual congress. I'm not shaming people who like missionary sex. I'm shaming people who make you think that it's the only fucking position. But once you've been in a relationship for a long time, you learn there's four good positions. <laughs> the rest of it is just showing off. Shout out to Pro four good, four good positions and four hugs. That's it. That's all you're allowed. <laughs> 
Mommy, what's for supper? Can't you see that I'm on the phone? Hold it down, I just got home. Isn't it enough that I work all day? Least you get a chance to get away. Dishes, diapers, dirty rags. Bosses, bills, and that nag Shut up, kids, you're in the way. I'm so mad I can slap your face. Did I do something wrong? Have you hugged your kid today? Did you send him on his way? With love, 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 love. She's a person just like you. She's got feelings too, so give her love. Love, 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 love. If you hug him for a while, it'll leave you with a smile. You'll know it's love, 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 love. This message is brought to you by this station and the Kentucky Department for Human Resources in the interest of our children. By the way, have you hugged your kid today? Hey, Jeopardy was a great show, right? Rip. Um, Still around. Okay, so I made a game. I ate too many scones. And the theme is 2000s Louvre. Louvre? Louvre. Louvre? Yeah. Like like Paris? No, like L-U-V. 2000s Louvre? Louvre? (laughs) Okay, it's just going to be a trivia thing. Uh, The questions I made, some of them are hard, some of them are easy-ish. I don't want to make it too easy for you guys. So whoever, it's just gonna like first come first serve. Do you think right. lube is the exact same as it was in the nerd two thousands? Do you think there's been any improvement? I, don't know. I fucking know. EBay. I fucking know it's not the same. <laughs> I don't know. First question: What award show? All red. <laughs> did Britney and Justin wear their iconic denim outfits? Year BMAs. and award show. BMAs two thousand. Ninety-eight. <laughs> Grammys two thousand. <laughs> God, the Billboard Music Awards. <laughs> You guys Kids' Choice Awards? Lauren got it right, but you got the wrong year. It's 2001 VMAs. Yeah. Okay, you can have one point, Lauren. You I can, can have, have one point. a point, I guess. Okay. Finish these white stripe lyrics from Fell in Love with a Girl. I'll get it. Fell in sure. Love once and almost completely. Okay, nope. sorry, but again, your singing is <laughs> terrible. It's true. I can't. You guys are all tone deaf. I can't understand what you're singing. <laughs> We're just deaf, bro. Fell in Love with the Girl. Why does it sound like Blink-182, dude? <laughs> Fairly know with the girl. <laughs> it's even <laughs> worse. I don't even know what song you're talking about because you've Fell thrown it off. Fairly know with the girl by the white stripes. Fairly know with the white and I want to go play. Oh. Okay. What are the next lyrics? That's better. Now I know the song yeah. you're talking about. Scare me to know what I'm talking about. Can you guys finish the lyrics? No. It's really hard to hear. Not even exactly. Fell in love once and it's most completely... Something by the riverside. Something, something, something. That's P.J. Harvey, bro. Okay, no one can get it? No. no. She's in love with the world, but sometimes these feelings can be so misleading. No. Why are you just singing it. it like Tom DeLong? I made this hard on purpose because I didn't want it to be like too easy. Okay. Okay. Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan had an infamous feud after they both dated... Aaron! Carter! Yes! Okay. <laughs> Lauren's in the lead. Sorry, guys. Okay. So this platform launched in 2005, and it was meant to be a video dating site. The founders had a slogan for it. Tune in, hook up. YouTube? Plenty yep. of fish. Oh, oh. It was YouTube. YouTube was originally supposed to be a dating site. I never Christian? would have guessed that. No, just a regular old dating site. Oh, fuck. I know. That went tits up. Yes, you- it did. You pube. 
Is that what it was going to be called? Ew pube. <laughs> okay, so James got this one. I have negative 47 so far. No, I know this one. Dee's going to get this next one for sure. That means I'm not going to get it. But Aaron Samuels asked Katie Hare on what day, what day it was on this date. Kate, don't come again, bitch. Me. Okay, wait. Aaron, what did she say? Aaron Samuels asked Katie Hare on what day it was on this date. No idea what day Fuck. What day is it? He it's asked me on my birthday <laughs> nap oh is this it was in april right this is a mean girls reference yeah it's in april right nope march nope no okay. is it like a it mean was a thursday no. it was a tuesday or a wednesday <laughs> you guys are so is dead. it like october <gasps> something yes yes yeah. james gets half october third yes october third okay yeah he gets the point james okay. didn't he assist i know that for me assist <laughs> ah! okay before she dated this Scientologist freak Tom Cruise. Katy Perry. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Who was the guy she dated right before him? Chris Klein. Yes! Yeah. Oh, damn. Half a point each. <laughs> Half a point each. That was the assist. What happened to Chris Klein? He's in a show, the, a Christian classic on Netflix called uh, Magnolia. Seal Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia. Sweet Magnolia. He's in yeah. that. He plays. He plays a plays a. He plays a guy that he talks like this. Is Chris <laughs> Klein like the dumb guy from American Pie? He's the one that gets no. together with t- with. He's uh, in election. He's the one that Is gets together in with American Mina Pie? Yeah, yeah, he gets together with Mina like big, He's a big oak. Oh, okay. He's a big yeah. dumb oak. But he also is really good in election. He joins fucking Glee Club in American in American Pie. You guys like the movie Dave? I like the movie Dave. With Kevin Klein? Yeah. I love <laughs> Kevin Klein. I In and Out is In that and Out is like so fucked up. Fish called Wanda. I mean Wanda. it's good for the time, but it's yeah. kind of fucked Fish up. I love Wanda that movie. Good. I thought it was great. Like he learns he's gay from a tape that's like stereotypically gay things. Which is based off bad. of Tom Hanks outing like his uh or not outing, I think his his, his drama, drama teacher. His drama did. teacher was always out, but he like went on he went on stage at the Oscars when he won for I think Philadelphia and like Tom I don't think his job teacher was out. Kevin Klein is not gay. I thought we were talking about Chris right. Klein. People who are actors <laughs> sometimes play characters who aren't them. But who outed who then? Tom Hanks won the Oscar for Philadelphia. And he was like, I learned how to be gay from my drama teacher in high school. And then everyone was like, his he, drama no, he said no. He went on stage Tom? and he accepted the Oscar. And he it was basically Is like, I learned Tom everything I know from my drama teacher Hanks. and he was gay. gay. And like. That's how it happened. Yeah, I, exactly. Can, I learned how to be gay from my drama teacher. I, this Canadian songbird won the 2000s Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Nelly Performance. Nelly Furtado. Jewel. Nope. Jewel. Nope. Canadian. Two words. Avril Lavigne. Lilith Fair. Sarah McLaughlin. Yes! Uh, good, right. good guess. Okay, Lauren's in the lead here. This series finale aired on May 17, 2000 with two of the main characters finally saying their vows in the fir- final episode. <gasps> series finale. Series finale. Which it can't be now to an O, can it? With it is. David and David and it is. David and Donna. Yep. David and Donna. Yep. Isn't it so weird? I don't remember any of this. I was going to say Nobody Baywatch. Was we we, we stopped watching. But okay. Party of Five. I didn't watch one. Keeps they were in being amazing. Party of Five is great. It's. There's it's no doubt show. It's amazing from beginning to end. Should I rewatch? Yes. Oh. I never watched. I have Party so of Five is amazing. Good. I, I have, never watched. I have so DVDs. Do you Party want, of Five is do you want amazing the DVDs? from beginning to end. All right. Stop it's looking so at her like good. you're trying to like, 
No, but me. I believe her because she was focused on me. I would me. fuck I Party of Five. So good. Okay, I'm going to start. I'm, I honestly, honestly have never watched I mean, I'd look you in the eyes if your dimples weren't so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, Party of Five, so-called li- my so-called life, are literally like this close and how good they are. I but Party of Five goes on for like six exactly. seasons. Six that's seasons. why. That's what gives Party of Five the nudge over I am on season five life. of Party of Five, and I was like, if this starts getting like soap opery, I'm not watching anymore. Still great. It's There's a reason so, it won an so Emmy Award. We have it's some, great. Well, apparently, we're from the church of Party of Five, and we have some DVDs <laughs> off of you on your way I don't out. have a DVD player, sorry. <laughs> I have a ton of like female celebrities who were like my bisexual root when I started getting into Oh, Nevy? Nev Campbell just gets hotter and Lord hotter Lord hates her. Me. She's so annoying oh. in the show. Oh. She is annoying, but I, she, I fucking, fucking love Nev. Wait, that's why you show? said you didn't want to watch That it. is actually enough for me to not watch no, it. No, she's pretty okay. good. She's I okay. hate her acting. I hate the way she talks. She bothers me so oh. fucking much. <laughs> she's okay, okay fair in the show. Oh, Lacey Shabert is a revelation. (laughs) What is wrong with you? She's a fantastic actress. Wait, who? Lacey Shabert is fucking fantastic. She's in Hallmark movies now. I know what Sarah... Jessica Parker? No. Sarah? Sarah. Er, no, Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt. No, okay, no, 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 no. I thought you were talking. I mixed it up. No. Jennifer Lacey Love Chabert is, is amazing. annoying. No, yeah. as a child actress, she honestly needs more credit because she's, she's amazing. Fantastic. Lacey, Chabert, Lacey Chabert is amazing. I, I, I missed. Would you I say that her acting was so good it could be a child cry? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Okay, two questions left. This celebrity couple tied the knot in one of the biggest Hollywood weddings of the 2000s on a bluff overlooking the pacific ocean in malibu in front of 200 guests and they completed their wedding with a melissa etheridge performance lesbians oh uh, <laughs> ellen ellen degeneres and portia de rossi nope. no it's ellen and Anne Hayes. nope no they never got married um biggest celebrity don't, wedding don't biggest celebrity wedding in 2000 2000 barbara streisand and james brolin <laughs> nope melissa etheridge is that a I mean, okay, thing? I'm gonna ask for a hint. Is it a queer red- wedding? No. Okay. No, no she threw me. There's like the two. Astrid. Let's think the year 2000. Let's transport ourselves right. back there. Really famous weddings 2000. Let's say uh, musicians or actors. Actor actors. This is a good Mo- question. Brad uh, Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow. No. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> what? Whoa, where did I come Wait, from? <laughs> hold on. Hold on a second. Brad, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Pitt, Aniston. You see, oh, Brad Pitt Jennifer Aniston. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And they had Melissa Etheridge, eh? That's Why? Right. Come Why to my that? window. I give the, that's a lesbian song. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine you're just like serenading your 200 rich guests? They're like, I kind of love it, though. Oh, was he just, song. was that song be like, I hope in a couple years I'll cheat on you with a woman who is kind of a lesbian. I can't <laughs> believe they got married. Right there, during that exact moment, Aliz- Angelina Jolie so and Jenny Hsu. I know, it's sad. I hate it. I was so upset. Like, yeah. if I could get upset over couples, like celebrity couples breaking up, it would have been over but Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. 
they are so yeah. hot. They were destined oh to fuck. Oh, my God. Ew, yeah. no. I already made a joke about this in, like, a million episodes ago. They're too skinny. They were skinny. destined to fuck. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you could feel the heat coming right off She's that so DVD. She's so weird, Angelina Jolie. I don't like She's her. She's hot. Yeah, who doesn't like super hot She's amazing She's a freak. People? Okay, last question. This late 90s couple were Splitsville by 2006. They started. They starred together in one of my favorite 90s movies, and it's not Brangelina. Dot and Doe from the Heaven's Gate cult. <laughs> Ryan Philippe and Reese with Yes! You got it, D! You got it. Because you like cruel intentions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was able to answer that question because I know more about you than I do about That's the That's all this quiz is really question. about. <laughs> I wanted to make it hard. Let's see who won, though. I think it's Lauren. It's probably One, Lauren. One, two, three, four. Okay, Lauren got five out of ten. D got... Three out of ten, and James got two out of ten. Whoop, whoop! Be a winner at the game of life. Find a job. Have money, baby. Get married. Have a baby. Take a chance. Find romance. All your dreams may come true. Be a winner. Be a winner at the game.